Welcome into the Michael Wall Show. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Uh, i got a great show lined up for you today, and it's really something practical that I think um, is something we can all struggle with. It's something that can kind of get, get ourselves outside of our own lane from time to time if we allow it to. This is a really important conversation. You don't want to miss today's show. I'm talking on the show today about the idea of who is controlling your life. And I think this is so important. I think it's huge. Because a lot of times we live life and we think, you know what? I'm in control. I get to make the decisions. I get to do what I want to do. And we don't realize that we may be reacting to things and actually in, instead of responding to things. And there's a big difference there in how it actually not only affects what we do, the decisions that we make, uh, the results, <laughs> quite honestly, the levels of success that we can obtain, how our, our family structure looks, whether or not we have a, um, you know, uh, an intimate or, or a deeper family relationship uh, or, or not. It just affects so many things in our life. And I wanted to take a few moments today and unpack this for you and dial into this, because I know this is something that I have to evaluate in my life. And I, listen, truth be told, I don't always get it right. You know, just because people are sharing thoughts and ideas doesn't mean they're not working on things on the journey of their life as well. And so for me, that's something that, you know, I just want to be sharing some of these things that on this show that I've been learning, that I am learning, that I'm implementing, that I have implemented, where I've seen maybe areas of success, areas of, uh, uh, we'll call them wins, right? Put some wins in the category. And I think this is a big one when we really evaluate who is controlling your life. As always, before we jump into the show, I just want to thank those of you that are watching the show via YouTube or wherever you're watching this. Thanks for dialing in. If you're so inclined, share this with someone. We love all of our podcast listeners as well. I know many of you have been listening and dialing in for several years all over the world on podcast. We thank you for that. We love your feedback, just response and ratings on the show helps us get this to more folks. And and many of you have uh, been kind of patriots, if you will, of the show and sharing this with other people. We appreciate you doing that. Also want to take a minute and thank our sponsors, which are the companies over at leanonthewall.com. So you got questions about investments, your wealth, tax savings, coaching, uh, head over to leanonthewall.com. Great resources there. All right, let's jump into this show now. And I just, I wanted to bring this up because in fact, I have a quote here or a thought that I don't want to miss uh, that I typed on my phone. You know, we use our phone today for so many things. Not only used to be we call people and that way, that's what we do with the phone. If you're over, let me say, if you're over 40, you remember that you would use your phones primarily for picking it up and calling people. And then now all of a sudden we got emails, we got texts, we got messages on social media. We got all kinds of ways that we can communicate, do business, do life quite honestly, on our phones. It's interesting. Well, I use the notepad on my phone from time to time, and I wrote this down, and I didn't want to miss this, and, and that is this question. Um, the question is, do you react or do you respond in life? And you might, may, you, you might say, when you hear that, you might say, you know what, Mike, That's, that sounds very similar. What do you mean, do I react or do I respond? I mean, I mean, I have a response. I have some type of reaction or I have some type of response. What's the difference? Well, well, I liken it to this. Let's say you go to the doctor and you're getting a medication or you're getting something from the doctor because you have an issue. You've got some type of health situation and the doctor says, hey, I'm going to give you this medication 
take it and let's see what happens. Well, you know, all of a sudden, a couple of days later, you start getting rashes all over your body and you're in a place where you're, you're getting migraines, you can't sleep at night, and you call the doctor and you're like, doctor, this is what's going on. I'm getting migraines and rashes and all this stuff. And the doctor's like, whoa, 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 you need to come in right now because your body is reacting to the medication. <laughs> this is a problem. We need to change some things. And they change some things, and you go back home, and you find that the rashes and headaches, all this stuff goes away. And also, the original problem, which is why you went to the doctor in the first place, starts to dissipate. And you're in a place where you start feeling better. Well, now the doctor says, hey, listen, this is good news. What we've started done, our new, doing our new course of action, right, to, to heal this, your body is responding well uh, to this new treatment. That's a good thing. We take a look at our children. I don't know if you have kids or not. I have four kids. Uh, we have a 13-year-old, 11, twins are 10. And in our four children, I can definitely tell you from time to time, I can watch them and see whether or not they're either reacting to what their mother and I are telling them or whether or not they're responding. Well, what is the difference? Well, the reacting is, I, well, I don't want to do this. Why do I got to do it right now? I was in the middle of my game. I was, you know, whatever. I don't want to... And I'm like, whoa, whoa, time out. If I cared about whether or not you were in the middle of a game, if I cared about whether or not you were in the middle of this or that, I would have said and asked you. We would have sat down and talked about that, but I don't. What I care about is the fact that you're listening to what I'm asking you to do. So that's a reaction that you just gave me. A response, a good response would be, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Right? I know I got other stuff going on, but mom and dad, I'm going to listen to what you're telling me to do. And guess what that does? That brings peace and harmony in our lives that brings peace and harmony in their lives because we're now operating as a family unit and they're doing what they need to do when they need to do it. And I think that's big difference in life when we see reaction versus responding. And you say, well, Mike, what does that have to do with who's controlling my life? Well, you know, as you live life, regardless of your career, regardless of um, how many kids you have, regardless of whether or not you're married, um, regardless of what your life looks like, as you live life, you are going to encounter things from the outside, media input, social media input, other people's advice, right? As you live life, it's amazing how many people have advice they want to give you. Well, if I was in your situation, I would probably do, it's like, wait, time out. First off, you're not in my situation, number one. Number two, I didn't even ask you what you'd probably do. And you're so willingly sharing what you would do. And I really don't care because I don't know you well enough or trust you well enough to take your input. Now, it's interesting as we get input from other outside sources, we get the choice to either respond or react and this is very important. Don't miss this. Whether we respond or whether we react determines who is actually controlling our life. There's a great story. I love Zig, Zig Ziglar talked about this story um, of, of someone driving to work. And he's driving in his car and uh, somebody cuts him off. You know, he's like getting ready to pull out. And all of a sudden, this guy runs a red light and kind of cuts him off. And he's like, I can't believe that guy, these drivers today, and whatever. He keeps talking, and he's mad. Finally gets to work, and he shows up into the office, and he's talking to people at the office. He's like, can you believe this? I was driving down the road, and this person drove over and cut me off, and I can't believe these drivers today, they're so disrespectful. They don't care about anything but themselves, and he starts going on. And finally, 
he ends up after he's told the story to about three or four people. Finally, the fifth person says to him, he says, you know, John, do you realize that that person that you don't even know, that you've never even met, and probably will never interact with again in your life, is literally controlling you right now. He's controlling your attitude. He's controlling your emotions. He's controlling your response to other things. He's controlling your ability to have clarity to work on the project at hand because you're talking about and worried about and caught up in what happened 25 minutes ago. Do you realize that he's controlling you? You're literally reacting to this situation instead of responding like, I have no idea what happened. That wasn't right. They shouldn't have cut me off, but I can't control it, so I'm just going to move on. And so often in life, we can find ourselves, uh, myself included from time to time in the past, we can find ourselves holding on to certain things and reacting to them instead of responding. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have some type of principled response when it comes to things that happen in life. I'm not saying that at time, from time to time, we're not called to say, wait a minute, you know, something was said or something was uh, talked about or something was done that I need to, um, not only for me, this is how I filter it, I need to step back, I need to pray about it, I need to really seek God's wisdom about it, uh, I need to uh, uh, be asking for direction uh, from the Holy Spirit about how I'm supposed to respond in this situation, and then I need to have some type of response to this. And I don't know exactly maybe what that response looks like, but what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to allow it to drastically control my life and react in such a way that seems out of control and take me off, um, you know, take me off the target, the desired intention of why I'm even here and why my uh, why I'm doing what I'm doing each and every day in the first place. In other words, distract me from my purpose. Let me say it that way. Okay, that's what that's what can happen when we start to react to things instead of respond to things. And we find that what's actually controlling our lives are the things that we're hearing out there instead of staying on point to the direction that we're that we're going and, and where we're supposed to go. You know, and it, it, it's so interesting in life, guys, we can get so distracted so easily. There are so many things vying for your attention that you can be so distracted from the reason of why you are on this planet, why you were born in the first place. Maybe you're in a place as you're listening to this, you're like, Mike, you know what? I, I really don't know why I'm here. I really don't know my full purpose. You know, I know that Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, right? And it continues going on. But what is my purpose? What is my reason? And I, I, I got I to gotta submit to you that God has created you for a specific purpose, and a lot of people, when they think about, well, what does that mean? What does God want from me? It's really pretty simple, right? It boils down to the reality that God tells us what, you know, he, Jesus was asked the question when he was walking on this earth, what are, the, what are the, some of the greatest things that I can be doing? And he responded and said, basically, the two greatest commandments are these, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And if we do that, now what happens is, is we are intentionally taking control of our own life, 
We're encouraging other people. We're uplifting other people. We're coming alongside other people. We're looking to solve other problems. We're looking to solve other situations. And we're looking to be part of the solution in the world and not part of the problem. And what that means is, is we're literally taking control of our life. We are responding correctly to things. We're not reacting. And we're living in a way that is on point and purposeful. I'll give you one quick example. I don't share many of these but, you know, God has given us all different gifts and abilities, um, and, and there's different promptings that we have in our lives. But this morning, actually, I was talking with David. He's here helping with producing and camera work. And I was sharing this story of a gentleman. I went to a gas station, and this is kind of a small thing, but it was just me following an inkling that I believe the Lord was leading me to, right? I felt I got this small prompting, and I said, huh, okay, let me do that. So let me tell you what happened. So here I am, I pull into a gas station and um, I need to get a protein drink because I need a little protein for the brain before I get going and do these shows. And I pull in the gas station and, and I pull in there and I, I get out of my car and I see this gentleman getting ready to put gas in his minivan. And I see in the minivan that there's, you know, there's, there's, uh, he's got his wife and, and some kids in the back seat. Um, I see New York plates. So I know that they're from a, obviously a different state. And as I'm walking in, I open the door. He's there. I, I hold the door open for him. He walks in. As I'm walking into the gas station, I just, I get the, the thought in my mind, you're supposed to buy this guy's gas. I'm like, okay. And this happens to me from time to time in different things and throughout the week. But this is another one that occurred, right? So I'm like, okay, yeah. And, and I've taken the, the, the precedent in my life that I'm going to do everything that I can to add value to other people along the way. And if I get little promptings like that, I'm going I'm to be a part of solving problems that I, that I feel like are, are supposed to be there. And I'm not saying there was a problem and he may have been able to pay for his gas and everything was, and it was all good. I don't know, but I'm there. And so anyways, I go get my protein drink. He's up at the counter and he's, he's, he's at the counter. I come up behind him and at the counter, he's literally in a place where he's saying, hey, can you put $25 on pump, you know, whatever. Well, what I've learned over the years is that typically folks that are in a place where they have to put a specific amount of money on a particular gas pump oftentimes are in a place where they financially maybe are not in the best situation. Now, I'm not saying this gentleman was or wasn't, but that's just been my experience of connecting with people over the years. So I come up behind him and I'm still thinking about, okay, how am I going to take care of this for him? I got this prompting. I feel like I'm supposed to take care of his gas. So then all of a sudden I'm thinking, okay, I got it. Here's what I'm going to do. So he starts to walk out. I talk to the cashier and I say, hey, listen, can you give me that $25 back? I want to take care of his gas. And, you know, she was kind of like, what? Uh, well, I, you, you, I'm like, yeah, just. So she gives me the money back and I take the money and I obviously put it on my card and buy my protein drink, whatever, and walk out. And I say, hey, buddy, you know, here's, here's your 25 bucks. Gas is on me. And I walk away. You know, no big grandiose like, well, thank you so much for the opportunity to take care of you today, and I'm so blessed to be able to help you with your need. And by the way, here's my name and how you can contact me and send all of your gratitude. My No, I didn't do any of that. It was just a real simple contact. I'll probably never meet that gentleman ever again. I don't know. But what I do know is I was in a place where I got a prompting that I believe was from the Holy Spirit as we try and be still and listen to God. And instead of just saying, no, I'm not going to respond to that, and maybe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to react in a way that's selfish and just me-focused, 
I'm going to respond well to that, and I'm going to say, you know what? No, I'm going to allow God to be controlling my life. I'm going to, I'm going to allow the, the promptings of the Holy Spirit to control my life because ultimately that is how I know that I'm going to be living in such a way that's going to be not only honoring God but adding value to the, to the planet, to the people on this planet as I'm walking through. And this is just a big challenge that I wanted to, to release and share to all of us is who is controlling your life? I mean, think about that. Is it Twitter? <laughs> the voice is on Twitter. Um, is it uh, the artist currently previously known as Prince? <laughs> That's kind of a joke. But, you know, is it some kind of a band in, in the music that they're saying? Is it is it Fox Business, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC? Is it Facebook? Is it, you know, President Biden? It, who Who is it? Who's controlling your life? Is it the CDC? Is it... What is controlling your life? What, what causes you to make decisions? What causes you to, to do the things that you do each and every day? Is it God's word? I hope that's it. Because at the end of the day, as we grow and as we grow in the Lord, we know that it's important for us to live in a way that not only honors God, but reflects and shares who Christ is in our life. And that's not necessarily just by words spoken. Oftentimes, that's by lives lived. We're to live a life that is so um, revealing of the type of person that God wants us to be and so attractive that we're in a situation where people are like, wow, this, this person was different. What, what, what are what's different in their life? Why is that happening in you? Because you're allowing yourself to respond to things. You're allowing yourself to be controlled by what really matters. And that is not the world. It's by the things of God in your life. Now, you might be listening to this and you might say, Mike, I hear what you're saying. I think that's wonderful. Um, you know, I, I don't really know what that looks like or what that means to be controlled by, by God in my life. I would just challenge you to say, listen, um, it's important to dive deeper, right? A, a great place to do that is start in the book of John in the New Testament. Uh, so the New Testament starts with the book of Matthew. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Go to John, start in the book of John, read through John. You'll start to learn about this Jesus figure, right? And who he is, who he said he was. And as you start to learn more about that, you start to learn the reality that you know, God does have a plan for you. There is a purpose for you. There's kind of a love story, which is what the Bible is about for you, and there's a purpose for you on this earth. And as we start to get that, then what happens is we start to have clarity on who should be controlling our life and why we should be responding to things and not reacting. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to get it right all the time. You are going to get it wrong. I'm going to get it wrong. People are going to get it wrong. It amazes me when people look at those that are in leadership and they say, oh, I cannot believe they messed up. I can't believe they did this. I can't believe they did that. Like they're some other superhuman being. They're people. We're people. We're flesh and blood and flawed. So it's so important for us to realize that when we start to look at voices out there controlling our lives in here, we are not responding in the way in life that God has designed and created us for. So I'm going to land the plane with this. My challenge to you 
as you live your life is to think about who is controlling my life. I would submit to you that if you wake up every morning and the very first thing that you got to read is Apple News on your phone or look in your social media account or flip on the news or whatever it may be, I would submit that if that is how you wake up and if that's how you start your day, you are probably mentally more controlled by media and external influences than you realize. Now, I'm not saying that we don't have the ability or shouldn't take some time to be aware of some of the things happening out there, but we need to spend maybe, maybe 5% of our mindset on those things and then spend 95% on what we are supposed to be doing each and every day in our life. That will take you closer to, as opposed to further from, why you were intentionally born in our time for such a time as this in the first place. Well, listen, I hope that encourages you. I hope that blesses you. And I want to challenge you. We really need to build, I'm calling it the, you know, hashtag purpose army. People that are in a place where they care about living life on purpose. So take a minute and share this show, whether it's podcast or you're watching on YouTube, share this with someone that needs to hear it. So that way they can be in a place where they can be encouraged and they can say, wow, you know what? I was really reacting in life in a lot of ways and it was taking me down a path that I was that was way off my purpose. And I almost felt like I didn't know how to get back to where I was supposed to be. But now that I understand this content, now that I understand these principles that are really so easy, I can start to change my path and I can start to respond to things and I can start to live on purpose. That's how we change the world. Remember, my goal with this show is to really help you uh, live uh, with purpose so you can live on purpose. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next show.